about anything but in everything but prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, Philippians chapter 4, verses 6 and 7. Thanks for joining us today. Again, this is the hour of intercession. We invite you to look with us in the Word of God in the book of Philippians, Philippians chapter 4, beginning at verse 1. Therefore, my beloved and longed-for brethren, my joy and crown, so stand fast in the Lord, beloved. I implore you, Odia, and I implore Syntyche, to be of the same mind in the Lord. And I urge you also, true companion, help these women who, excuse me, help these women who labored with me in the gospel, with Clement also and the rest of my fellow workers, whose names are in the book of life. Rejoice. In the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your gentleness be known to all men. The Lord is at hand. Be anxious for nothing but in everything by prayer and supplication. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever things are true, whatever things are noble, whatever things are just, whatever things are pure, Whatever things are lovely, whatever things are of good report, if there's any virtue, and if there's anything praiseworthy, meditate on these things. The things which you learned and received and heard and saw in me, these do, and the God of peace will be with you. But I rejoiced in the Lord greatly that now at last your care for me has flourished again. Though you surely did care, but you lacked opportunity. Not that I speak in regard to need, for I have learned in whatever state I am, to be content. I know how to be abased and I know how to abound. Everywhere and in all things I've learned both to be full and to be hungry, both to abound and to suffer need. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Nevertheless, you've done well that you shared in my distress. Now you Philippians know also that in the beginning of the gospel, when I departed from Macedonia, No church shared with me concerning giving and receiving, but you only. For even in Thessalonica you sent aid once and again for my necessities. Not that I seek the gift, but I seek the fruit that abounds to your account. Indeed, I have all and abound. I am full, having received from Epaphroditus the things sent from you, a sweet-smelling aroma, an acceptable sacrifice, well-pleasing to God. And my God shall supply all your need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. Now to our God and Father be glory forever and ever. Amen. Greet every saint in Christ Jesus. The brethren who are with me greet you. All the saints greet you, but especially those who are of Caesar's household. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Verses 1 through 23, all of Philippians chapter 4. Father, thank you once again for the gift, the precious gift, the blessed gift of your word. Thank you for the opportunity we have every day of meeting with you one-on-one as we open your word and spend time with you. As you speak words of blessing, words of power, words of healing, words of grace, words of encouragement, words of eternal life into our minds, our hearts, and our lives. With every passing day, help us to fall more in love with you and with your word. and Help us all to become much more faithful hearers and do as every word and help us to be wise enough and diligent enough 
to get into your word absolutely every day significantly. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession. Uh, Rick Robertson is our producer. He is going to lead us in a word of prayer. Father, we join Paul in saying now to the King, eternal, immortal, to God who alone is wise, be honor and glory forever and ever. Father, we praise you today. We lift high your name. We take the spotlight off ourselves and our little lives and our problems and our successes and and put the spotlight on you. We, we make much of you today. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Rick. And thank you again for listening to the Hour of Intercession and uh, we're just a few weeks away from our fall share and we're still receiving listener testimonies. We're still seeking to receive them from those that have not called in to share one yet. We're gathering these stories now to, to play during our fall share and if you would give us a call, we'd appreciate it. If the Lord has reached through American Family Radio to bless you, to encourage you, to edify you in your walk with the Lord, we're hoping to hear from you. If the Lord's used the Hour of Intercession or any other broadcast or, or any other uh, entity on our network. We're hoping that you'll call in and just share how the Lord has used it. And again, you just may hear your testimony in our fall share The number to call is 1-877-876-8893. Again, that's 1-877-876-8893. We hope to hear from you. Today, now we continue reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the Old Testament in the book of Leviticus, Leviticus chapter 9, beginning at verse 1. Father, once again, thank you for your Word. Anoint the reading, hearing, and meditating on of your Word, and more and more help us to become much more faithful hearers and doers of your Word. In Jesus' name, amen. Leviticus 9, starting at verse 1. It came to pass... On the eighth day that Moses called Aaron and his sons and the elders of Israel and said to Aaron, Take for yourself a young bull as a sin offering and a ram as a burnt offering without blemish and offer them before the Lord. And to the children of Israel you shall speak, saying, Take a kid of the goats, take a kid of the goats as a sin offering and a calf and a lamb, both of the first year, without blemish as a burnt offering, also a bull and a ram as peace offerings to sacrifice before the Lord, and a grain offering mixed with oil, for today the Lord will appear to you. So they brought what Moses commanded before the tabernacle of meeting, and all the congregation drew near and stood before the Lord. Then Moses said, This is the thing which the Lord commanded you to do, and the glory of the Lord will appear to you. And Moses said to Aaron, Go to the altar, offer your sin offering and your burnt offering, and make atonement for yourself and for the people. Offer the offering of the people, and make atonement for them as the Lord commanded. Aaron therefore went to the altar and killed the calf of the sin offering, which was for himself. Then the sons of Aaron brought the blood to him, and he dipped his finger in the blood, put it on the horns of the altar, and poured the blood at the base of the altar. But the fat, the kidneys, and the fatty lobe from the liver of the sin offering were burned on the altar, as the Lord had commanded Moses. 
The flesh and the hide he burned with fire outside the camp. And he killed the burnt offering, and Aaron's sons presented to him the blood, which he sprinkled all around on the altar. Then they presented the burnt offering to him with its pieces and head, and he burned them on the altar. And he washed the entrails and the legs and burned them with the burnt offering on the altar. Then he brought the people's offering and took the goat, which was the sin offering for the people, and killed it and offered it for sin, like the first one. And he brought the burnt offering and offered it according to the prescribed manner. Then he brought the grain offering, took a handful of it, and burned it on the altar, besides the burnt sacrifices of the morning. He also killed the bull and the ram as sacrifices of peace offerings, which were for the people. And Aaron's sons presented to him the blood, which he sprinkled all around on the altar, and the fat from the bull and the ram, the fatty tail that covered the entrails and the kidneys, and the fatty lobe attached to the liver. And they put the fat on the breasts. Then he burned the fat on the altar, but the breasts and the right thigh Aaron waved as a wave offering before the Lord, as Moses had commanded. Then Aaron lifted his hand toward the people, blessed them, and came down from offering the sin offering, the burnt offering, and peace offerings. And Moses and Aaron went into the tabernacle of meeting, and came out and blessed the people. Then the glory of the Lord appeared to all the people, and fire came out from before the Lord and consumed the burnt offering and the fat on the altar. When all the people saw it, they shouted and fell on their faces. Leviticus chapter 10 Then Nadab and Abihu, the sons of Aaron, each took his censer and put fire in it, put incense on it, and offered profane fire before the Lord, which he had not commanded them. So fire went out from the Lord and devoured them, and they died before the Lord. And Moses said to Aaron, This is what the Lord spoke, saying, By those who come near me, I must be regarded as holy, and before all the people I must be glorified. So Aaron held his peace. Then Moses called Mishael and Elzaphan, the sons of Uziel, the uncle of Aaron, and said to them, Come near, carry your brethren from before the sanctuary out of the camp. So they went near and carried them by their tunics out of the camp, as Moses had said. And Moses said to Aaron and to Eleazar and Ithamar, his sons, Do not uncover your heads, nor tear your clothes, lest you die, and wrath come upon all the people. But let your brethren, the whole house of Israel, bewail the burning which the Lord has kindled. You shall not go out from the door of the tabernacle of meeting, lest you die, for the anointing oil of the Lord is upon you. And they did according to the word of Moses. Then the Lord spoke to Aaron, saying, do not drink wine or intoxicating drink, you nor your sons with you, 
when you go into the tabernacle of meeting, lest you die. It shall be a statute forever throughout your generations that you may distinguish between holy and unholy and between unclean and clean and that you may teach the children of Israel all the statutes which the Lord has spoken to them by the hand of Moses. And Moses spoke to Aaron and to Eleazar and Ithamar, his sons, who were left. Take the grain offering that remains of the offerings made by fire to the Lord and eat it without leaven beside the altar, for it is most holy. You shall eat it in a holy place because it is your due and your son's due of the sacrifices made by fire to the Lord. For so I have been commanded. The breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the heave offering you shall eat in a clean place, you, your sons, and your daughters with you. For they are your due and your sons' due, which are given from the sacrifices of peace offerings of the children of Israel. The thigh of the heave offering and the breast of the wave offering they shall bring with the offerings of fat made by fire to offer as a wave offering before the Lord. And it shall be yours and your sons with you by a statute forever as the Lord has commanded. Then Moses made careful inquiry about the goat of the sin offering and there it was burned up. And he was angry with Eleazar and Ithamar, the sons of Aaron who were left saying, why have you not eaten the sin offering in a holy place since it is most holy and God has given it to you to bear the guilt of the congregation? Verses 1 through 16, Leviticus chapter 10. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be right back. We 
music from Planet Shakers with Heaven on Earth. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up now in the book of Leviticus, Leviticus chapter 10, picking up at verse 12. And Moses spoke to Aaron and to Eleazar and Ithamar, his sons who were left, Take the grain offering that remains of the offerings made by fire to the Lord, and eat it without leaven beside the altar, for it is most holy. You shall eat it in a holy place, because it is your due and your son's due of the sacrifices made by fire to the Lord. For so I have been commanded. The breast of the wave offering and the thigh of the heave offering you shall eat in a clean place, you, your sons, and your daughters with you, for they are your due and your son's due which are given from the sacrifices of peace offerings of the children of Israel. The thigh of the heave offering and the breast of the wave offering they shall bring with the offerings of fat made by fire to offer as a wave offering before the Lord. And it shall be yours and your sons with you by a statute forever as the Lord has commanded. Then Moses made careful inquiry about the goat of the sin offering, and there it was, burned up. And he was angry with Eleazar and Ithamar, the sons of Aaron, who were left, saying, Why have you not eaten the sin offering in a holy place, since it is most holy, and God has given it to you to bear the guilt of the congregation, to make atonement for them before the Lord? See, its blood was not brought inside the holy place, Indeed, you should have eaten it in a holy place as I commanded. And Aaron said to Moses, Look, this day they have offered their sin offering and their burnt offering before the Lord, and such things have befallen me. If I had eaten the sin offering today, would it have been accepted in the sight of the Lord? So when Moses heard that, he was content. Leviticus chapter 11. Now the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying to them, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, These are the animals which you may eat among all the animals that are on the earth. Among the animals, whatever divides the hoof, having cloven hooves and chewing the cud, that you may eat. Nevertheless, these you shall not eat among those that chew the cud or those that have cloven hooves the camel, because it chews the cud but does not have cloven hooves, is unclean to you. The rock hyrax, because it chews the cud but does not have cloven hooves, is unclean to you. The hare, because it chews the cud but does not have cloven hooves, is unclean to you. And the swine, though it divides the hoof, having cloven hooves, yet does not chew the cud, is unclean to you. Their flesh you shall not eat, and their carcasses you shall not touch. They are unclean to you. These you may eat of all that are in the water. Whatever in the water has fins and scales, whether in the seas or in the rivers, that you may eat. But all in the seas or in the rivers that do not have fins and scales, 
all that move in the water or any living thing which is in the water, they are an, ab they are an abomination to you. They shall be an abomination to you. You shall not eat their flesh, but you shall regard their carcasses as an abomination. Whatever in the water does not have fins or scales, that shall be an abomination to you. And these you shall regard as an abomination among the birds. They shall not be eaten. They are an abomination. The eagle, the vulture, the buzzard, the kite, and the falcon after its kind, every raven after its kind, the ostrich, the short-eared owl, the seagull, and the hawk after its kind, the little owl, the fisher owl, and the screech owl, the white owl, the jackdaw, and the carrion vulture, the stork, the heron after its kind, the hoopoe, and the bat. All flying insects that creep on all fours shall be an abomination to you. Yet these you may eat of every flying insect that creeps on all fours. Those which have joined legs above their feet with which to leap on the earth. These you may eat. The locust after its kind. The destroying locust after its kind. The cricket after its kind and the grasshopper after its kind. But all other flying insects, which have four feet, shall be an abomination to you. By these you shall become unclean. Whoever touches the carcass of any of them shall be unclean until evening. Whoever carries part of the carcass of any of them shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. The carcass of any animal which divides the foot, but is not cloven-hoofed, or does not chew the cud, is unclean to you. Everyone who touches it shall be unclean. And, and whatever goes on its paws, among all kinds of animals that go on all fours, those are unclean to you. Whoever touches any such carcass shall be unclean until evening. Whoever carries any such carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. It is unclean to you. These also shall be unclean to you among the creeping things that creep on the earth, the mole, the mouse, and the large lizard after its kind, the gecko, the monitor lizard, the sand reptile, the sand lizard, and the chameleon. These are unclean to you among all that creep. Whoever touches them, when they are dead, shall be unclean until evening. Anything on which any of them falls, when they are dead, shall be unclean, whether it is any item of wood or clothing or skin or sack, whatever item it is in which any work is done, it must be put in water and it shall be unclean until evening. Then it shall be clean. Any earthen vessel into which any of them falls you shall break, and whatever is in it shall be unclean. In such a vessel, any edible food upon which water falls becomes unclean 
and any drink that may be drunk from, from it becomes unclean. And everything on which a part of any such carcass falls shall be unclean, whether it is an oven or cooking stove, it shall be broken down, for they are unclean and shall be unclean to you. Nevertheless, a spring or a cistern in which there is plenty of water shall be clean, but whatever touches any such carcass becomes unclean. And if a part of any such carcass falls on any planting seed which is to be sown, it remains clean. But if water is put on the seed, and if a part of any such carcass falls on it, it becomes unclean to you. And if any animal which you may eat dies, he who touches its carcass shall be unclean until evening. He who eats of its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. He also who carries its carcass shall wash his clothes and be unclean until evening. And every creeping thing that creeps on the earth shall be an abomination. It shall not be eaten. Whatever, calls on, whatever crawls on its belly, whatever goes on all fours, or whatever has many feet among all creeping things that, cr that creep on the earth, these you shall not eat, for they are an abomination. You shall not make yourselves abominable with any creeping thing that creeps, nor shall you make yourselves unclean with them, lest you be defiled by them. For I am the Lord your God. You shall therefore consecrate yourselves, and you shall be holy, for I am holy. Neither shall you defile yourselves with any creeping thing that creeps on the earth. For I am the Lord who brings you up out of the land of Egypt to be your God. You shall therefore be holy, for I am holy. This is the law of the animals and the birds and every living creature that moves in the waters and of every creature that creeps on the earth to distinguish between the unclean and the clean and between the animal that may be eaten and the animal that may not be eaten. Leviticus chapter 12. Then the Lord spoke to Moses saying, Speak to the children of Israel, saying, If a woman has conceived and born a male child, then she shall be unclean seven days. As in the days of her customary impurity, she shall be unclean. And on the eighth day the flesh of his foreskin shall be circumcised. She shall then continue in the blood of her purification thirty-three days. She shall not touch any hallowed thing, nor come into the sanctuary until the days of her purification are fulfilled. But if she bears a female child, then she shall be unclean two weeks, as in her customary impurity, and she shall continue in the blood of her purification sixty-six days. When the days of her purification are fulfilled, whether for a son or a daughter, she shall bring to the priest a lamb of the first year as a burnt offering. 
and a young pigeon or a turtle dove as a sin offering to the door of the tabernacle of meeting. Then he shall offer it before the Lord and make atonement for her, and she shall be clean from the flow of her blood. This is the law for her who has been this is the law for her who has borne a male or a female. And if she is not able to bring a lamb, then she may bring two turtle doves or two young pigeons, one as a burnt offering and the other as a sin offering. So the priest shall make atonement for her, and she will be clean. Leviticus chapter 13. And the Lord spoke to Moses and Aaron, saying, When a man has on the skin of his body a swelling, a scab, or a bright spot, and it becomes on the skin of his body like a leprous sore, then he shall be brought to Aaron the priest, or to one of his sons the priests. The priests shall examine the sores on the skin of the body, and if the hair on the sore has turned white, and the sore appears to be deeper than the skin of his body, it is a leprous sore. Then the priest shall, then the priest shall examine him and pronounce him unclean. But if the bright spot is white on the skin of his body, and does not appear to be deeper than the skin, and its hair has not turned white, then the priest shall isolate the one who has excuse me, then the priest shall isolate the one who has the sore seven days, and the priest shall examine him on the seventh day, and indeed if the sore appears to be as it was, and the sore has not spread on the skin, then the priest shall isolate him another seven days. Then the priest shall examine him again on the seventh day. And indeed, if the sore has faded and the sore has not spread on the skin, then the priest shall pronounce him clean. It is only a scab, and he shall wash his clothes and be clean. But if the scab should at all spread over the skin, after he has been seen by the priest for his cleansing, he shall be seen by the priest again. And if the priest sees that the scab has indeed spread. Verses 1-7, through seven, Leviticus chapter 13. You're listening to the Hour of Intercession as we continue reading through the Word of God. We'll be right back.
the music of Elevation Worship with O Sing. Thanks for listening to the Hour of Intercession here on American Family Radio. We continue now reading through the Word of God as we pick up in the New Testament. The Gospel of Mark, chapter 10, beginning at verse 1. Then he arose from there and came to the region of Judea by the other side of the Jordan. And multitudes gathered to him again, and as he was accustomed, he taught them again. The Pharisees came and asked him, Is it lawful for a man to divorce his wife, testing him? And he answered and said to them, What did Moses command you? They said, Moses permitted a man to write a certificate of divorce and to dismiss her. And Jesus answered and said to them, Because of the hardness of your heart, he wrote you this precept. But from the beginning of the creation, God made the male and female. For this reason, a man shall leave his father and mother and be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. So then they are no longer two, but one flesh. Therefore, what God has joined together, let not man separate. In the house, his disciples also asked him again about the same matter, about the same matter. So he said to them, whoever divorces his wife and marries another commits adultery against her. And if a woman divorces her husband and marries another, she commits adultery. Then they brought little children to him that he might touch them. But the disciples rebuked those who brought them. But when Jesus saw it, he was greatly displeased and said to them, Let the little children come to me, and do not forbid them, for of such is the kingdom of God. Assuredly, I say to you, whoever does not receive the kingdom of God as a little child will by no means enter it. And he took them up in his arms, laid his hands on them, and blessed them. Now as he was going out on the road, one came running, knelt before him and and asked him, Good teacher, what shall I do that I may inherit eternal life? So Jesus said to him, Why do you call me good? No one is good but one, that is, God. You know the commandments. Do not commit adultery. Do not murder. Do not steal. Do not bear false witness. Do not defraud. Honor your father and your mother. And he answered and said to him, Teacher, all these things I have kept from my youth. Then Jesus looked at excuse me, then Jesus looking at him, loved him, and said to him, One thing you lack, go your way, sell whatever you have, and give to the poor, and you will have treasure in heaven, and come, take up the cross, and follow me. But he was sad at his word and went away sorrowful, for he had great possessions. Then Jesus looked around and said to his disciples, How hard it is for those who have riches to enter the kingdom of God. And the disciples were astonished at his words. But Jesus answered again and said to them, Children, how hard it is for those who trust in riches to enter the kingdom of God. It is easier for a camel to go through the eye of a needle than for a rich man to enter the kingdom of God. And they were greatly astonished, saying among themselves, Who then can be saved? But Jesus looked at them and said, 
With men, it is impossible, but not with God. For with God, all things are possible. Then Peter began to say to him, See, we have left all and followed you. So Jesus answered and said, Assuredly, I say to you, there is no one who has left house or brothers or sisters or father or mother or wife or children or lands for my sake and the gospels who shall not receive a hundredfold now in this time houses and bro- houses and brothers and sisters and mothers and children and lands with persecutions and in the age to come eternal life but many who are first will be last and the last first now they were on the road now they were on the road going up to Jerusalem and Jesus was going before them and they were amazed and as they followed they were afraid then he took the 12 aside again and began to tell them the things that would happen to him behold we are going up to Jerusalem and the son of man will be betrayed to the chief priests and to the scribes and they will condemn him to death and deliver him to the gentiles and they will mock him and scourge him and spit on him and kill him and the third day he will rise again then James and John the sons of Zebedee came to him saying teacher we want you to do for us whatever we ask and he said to them what do you want me to do for you they said to him grant us that we may sit one on your right hand and the other on your left in your glory but jesus said to them you do not know what you ask are you able to drink the cup that i drink and be baptized with the baptism that i am baptized with they said to him we are able so jesus said to them you will indeed drink the cup that i made you excuse me you will indeed drink the cup that i drink and with the baptism i am baptized with you will be baptized but to sit on my right hand and on my left is not mine to give but it is for those for whom it is prepared and when the 10 heard it they began to be greatly displeased with James and John But Jesus called them to himself and said to them, "You know that those who are considered rulers over the Gentiles lord it over them, and their great ones exercise authority over them. Yet it shall not be so among you, but whoever desires to become great among you shall be your servant. And whoever of you desires to be first shall be slave of all. For even the son of man did not come to be served but to serve and to give his life a ransom for many now they came to jericho as he went out of jericho with his disciples and great multitude blind bartimaeus the son of timaeus sat by the road begging and when he heard that it was jesus of nazareth he began to cry out and say jesus son of david have mercy on me Then many warned him to be quiet, but he cried out all the more, "Son of David, have mercy on me!" So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. 
Then they called the blind man, saying to him, Be of good cheer, rise, he is calling you. And throwing aside his garment, he rose and came to Jesus. So Jesus answered and said to him, What do you want me to do for you? The blind man said to him, Rabboni, that I may, re that I may receive my sight. Then Jesus said to him, Go your way, your faith has made you well. And immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus on the road. Mark chapter 11. Now when they drew near Jerusalem to Bethphage and Bethany at the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and he said to them, Go into the village opposite you, and as soon as you have entered it, you will find a colt tied on which no one has sat. Loose it and bring it. And if anyone says to you, Why are you doing this? Say, The Lord has need of it. And immediately he will send it here. So they went their way and found the colt tied by the door outside on the street. And they, and they loosed it. But some, but some of those who stood there said to them, What are you doing loosing the colt? The colt? Verses 1 through 5, Mark chapter 11. You've been listening to the Hour of Intercession as we've been reading through the Word of God. Father, thank you again for the privilege we have as individual believers and as parents helping to guide and encourage our children to read the Word. Thank you for the privilege we have as families, as husbands and wives with children, to read the Word of God and meditate on it in our homes. Father, anoint us all afresh with the Spirit of grace that would cause us to have a growing hunger for your Word and help us more and more to be anointed wise parents and grandparents who are wise enough to make it a top priority to open your Word every day and to encourage our children and our grandchildren to get into your Word every day. Help us to more and more have come up with creative ways and ideas about encouraging them to get into your word, to spend time in your word, and to come to know you and to live for you as well. Thank you for the grace and the wisdom and the peace and the anointing to be very effective at doing just that. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Hour of Intercession as we normally do before we end the broadcast. If you're listening today, and you know you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and you desire to make that step, today is a great day, a wonderful day to be saved. We invite you at this time, if you'd like to make that step and receive Christ as your Lord and Savior, would you simply pray this prayer with me even now? Lord Jesus, thank you for loving me so, so very much that you came into this world a long time ago. You lived you died on the cross to pay for all the wrongs and sins I've done. Three days later, you rose up from the dead so that I could be saved. Lord Jesus, I confess, I've sinned and done wrong in many, many ways. Lord, I repent and turn from all the wrong I've done. Forgive me, Lord, for all the wrong things that I have done. Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior. Make me all that you would have me to be. You told us in your word that whoever calls in the name of the Lord shall be saved. Lord, today, I'm calling on your name. Lord, save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Help me to follow you faithfully 
all the rest of my life. In Jesus' name we do pray. Amen. Well, if you prayed that prayer, we're very much wanting to make contact with you by way of email at least. My email is joseph at afr.net. Again, that's joseph at afr.net. Please get in touch with us. Email us. I'd like to share with you some literature and some resources that are resources that are going to help you to begin to grow and grow strong in your new walk with the Lord Jesus Christ. And, of course, on an ongoing basis, we're encouraging any and every other listener as well to email us to get some of the evangelism and discipleship resources. We're glad to share them with you. And also, we continue to encourage every single listener, make it your goal to pray Psalm 91 every single day. Again, it doesn't take but a few minutes, but remember, we serve, an, we serve a God that is more than able to protect us in the midst of all the tragedies, the diseases, the, the difficulties, the dangers going on in this world. God is more than able to protect us. Our job is to put the weaponry he's made available to us to work. So we're encouraging you to pray Psalm 91 every day. If you want to get a copy of the prayer, just email us, same email, joseph at afr.net. We hope to hear from you. Thanks for listening. Join us again next time for the Hour of Intercession. The views and opinions expressed in this broadcast do not necessarily reflect those of the American Family Association or American Family Radio.